Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, April 27. Today, it's all about the money. What do the Raiders know that we don't about Jack Whiten's contract with South Sydney? The stupid amount the AFL has spent looking for a new CEO with a replacement on the cusp of being announced. And how much will Elbow kick in to get a new stadium and AFL team off the ground in Tasmania? Let's go. Canberra demanding the NRL forensically examine Jack Whiten's contract at South Sydney seems both petty and comical, unless the Raiders have some inside knowledge that hasn't become public knowledge that the Rabbitohs are paying their new star money under the table. Now here, take this briefcase. But I don't think so. I mean, this is a team coached by a man who's been prone to premature outbursts over the years. I don't know that kid very well. He's, he was a weak gutted dog as a kid. And he hasn't changed now. He's a weak-gutted dog person now. That was Ricky Stewart teeing off last year about Panther Jamin Salmon, a backstory we don't need to fully go into. But Whiten's reasons for taking a million dollars less over four years at the Rabbitohs seems valid. Play alongside good mate Latrell Mitchell in a bunny side that, even without Jack right now, are closer to a premiership than the Green Machine. And, according to league legend Wendell Saylor, at least one player will be squeezed out to make room. Well, they want to know how South can fit him under the salary cap, and I think Liam Knight, I think they're going to let Liam Knight go. He's on about half a million dollars. What we can all agree with is Ricky's assessment that players declaring their future during a season isn't ideal, and a warning to the AFL, as that code pushes for a mid-season trade period and the ability for clubs to move on players against their will. So what does $1 million buy you these days? Well, apparently that's just enough to hire a New York recruitment firm to conduct a worldwide search for a new AFL CEO. Prestige worldwide. When Gillan McLaughlin announced he was stepping down 12 months ago, his right-hand man, Andrew Dillon, was the early favourite. Dillon's worked at AFL House for 23 years. At the moment, he's both the league's general legal counsel and GM of football operations. The butler and a lawyer. Busy guy. Two weeks ago, Bulldogs president and Disney chief Kylie Watson-Wheeler emerged as a new contender. Chairman Richard Goiter wanted her to become their first female chief executive. She's a big deal. But during Gather Round, the Herald Sun says Goiter was outvoted by his own commission 4-3 to three, and Dillon has emerged the winner, albeit clearly not everyone's favourite. He's been here the whole time. Still on the AFL and a team in Tasmania looks set to be confirmed this weekend thanks to a Commonwealth cash injection of $240 million toward a stadium at Macquarie Point in Hobart that will cost some $715 bucks. What is your obsession with this money? There's a key part of the stadium that might be missing from the original plans, though, according to Geelong legend Billy Brownless. It's not going to be a roof. That's so that, what I'm hearing. That's why it's a bit cheaper Yep, and they can they do can, it. They can afford it. And concerns are already being raised by list managers around the league about the draft concessions a team in Tassie would receive. Triple M's Jay Clark has the inside word on that. So if you get, say, 10 first-round draft picks, right, but what the league will say is you have to trade some of these picks, half of these picks, to bring in the Stars' going the other way. And that means that the Tasmanian team hopefully will be more competitive earlier. Nikita Zhu is only five fights into his career, but already he's set to headline a big night of boxing in Melbourne. So with a step up in terms of attention on the younger brother of interim world champion Tim, his next opponent wants to see him step up and fight across eight rounds, not six. It's not about bullying him into it. It's it's boxing. This is what it is. You know, you've got, you got, you got YouTubers that are fighting eight rounds. I'm sure Nikita Zhu can do eight rounds. 
The only problem for Ben Bomber, the most amazing name for a boxer, by the way, is he already agreed to the fight and signed the paperwork before stepping up to the mic for a press conference on Wednesday. While Nikita is the main event, the biggest name in the room will be Tyson Fury, and the Gypsy King will reportedly drop in to watch his good friend and former New Zealand heavyweight contender Joseph Parker fight for the Commonwealth title. In the NBA playoffs, Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets booked their place in the second round, taking care of Minnesota, while Devin Booker's 47 points for Phoenix ended the Clippers' season. Boston failed to close out their series against Atlanta as Trey Young, who the Hawks are open to trading, let fly from near the logo to send that series to Game 6. And here's Young. Backtracks, 5-2. to two. Young lets it go. And if you're waking up wondering what happened in the biggest game of the Premier League season, no spoiler alerts, we'll have a full wrap of Man City and Arsenal's top-of-the-table clash tomorrow morning on The Scorecard. Listener.